0: The Brightwall Podcast Christmas Episode 2020 The Coop Who Stole Christmas The Brightwall Podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. To help out production go to patreon.com/empty square to become an official backer. God, what a rotten year, eh? Between the global pandemic, constant fires, the riots, protests, civil unrest, cyberpunk 2077. Oh, and an alternate dimension where somebody's manipulating it in order to kill off a bunch of people he doesn't like, who all seem to be connected, blah blah blah, series of evil faceless people, blah blah blah, gigantic face-eating spiders, whatever. At least it's Christmas time now, and despite the fact that the rest of the year stinks on ice, I can at least make one thing good, but you know, how? I feel like it can't be too simple. It, it needs to be extravagant. It's It's gotta be huge. It's gotta be... something. I don't know. This is hard. I'm gonna take a nap. Oh, I'll turn the TV on, see what they got. Put it in my mouth. Now nah, I'm in hell, aren't I? Jingle my bells,
1: baby. Chestnut.
0: We all knew Migo from AQUIC. Buy it. Give it to your kids. Buy it. Give it to your parents. Buy it. Give it to your grandparents. It's amazing. Buy it. Give it to your cousins. Buy it. You'll love it. Buy it. They'll love it. Buy it. Give it to your cousins once removed. Give it to your cousins twice removed. I pray every night for death, but it still won't come. Give it to all your cousins, no matter how far removed from reality they are. Buy it. You have no choice. They'll love it. Buy it. They have no choice but to love it. Buy it. Buy it buy it buy it buy it buy it buy 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 it buy buy buy
1: buy 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 IT! I think
0: I'll buy it. That solves my problem right there, doesn't it? This will make everything better. Make up for the shit show that this whole year was? Yeah. Certainly nothing can go wrong now. Oh Andrew, you silly bitch. So young. So naive. That same dumb round face same chiseled jaw and eight-pack abs, standing at a towering six-foot-two, all muscle like he's carved out of stone. As far as you know, anyway. Hi, I'm Andrew from Significantly in the Future, but still on Christmas, don't worry. The timeline confuses and saddens even me. (laughs) Wait until season four. You think this is complicated? Brother, you ain't seen nothing yet. Anywho, I figured we'd curl up next to the fire and Listen to a proper Christmas story. You guys know how I feel about this holiday, and hell, like I was gonna let it go by without another special. Plus, this little part here gives me a framing device, and this episode gets some structure, making it easier on me specifically, because audio plays are a horrifyingly limiting medium when you're only one person with limited editing skills. For God's sakes, donate to the Patreon! Anyway, I called up the number that flashed on the screen. Uh yeah hi I'd like to order a couple of those Migos please. To Brightwall. It's the the motel the um, only mo- motel. You know I don't think I have a room number to be honest. I, I don't know just leave them up front I guess somebody will get them. How many? Oh uh, a, uh, town's worth, I guess. Well town and a half. I I want to be sure. I don't know, what am I the answer, man? Just bring a bunch. And so I waited. A couple of days went by, and you know how shipping goes, and I'm not gonna pay for expedited shipping, <laughs> what am I made of money? Until that faithful day when a giant semi truck pulled up into Little Brightwall. The driver, a gruff old man, handed me a clipboard to sign. And the only thing written on it was a question. You sure? To which I signed, which I guess means yeah. The guy turned to me and said it was all yours and dumped the entire pallet of boxes in front of the motel. Yeah, this looks like a town, town and a half. So we started the arduous task of taking them all up to my little hotel room. Now, I've talked about this somewhat, but I don't think you guys realize how small this place is. It does me fine being only one person, but being one person with about 200 large boxes is a little much. After an entire day of hauling, the only thing left unboxed was my bed and a path to the bathroom. Then I began the arduous task of wrapping each and every one. It occurred to me, looking back on that commercial, which I had only seen once to this point, that I didn't actually know what Amigo was. They just kind of told me to buy it, and I did. I I don't know, I figured it was some kind of plushie, I guess? And when I finally took them out of the box, inside the little box, inside the bigger box, I was right. It was just this cute little kind of plushie thing. It almost kind of looked like a mushroom. It was adorable. People would love it. Ha! I knew it, I said to myself. I fixed this year single-handedly. And then I began to cut the wrapping paper into neat little squares. And without any issue whatsoever, I wrapped each and every one of them into a perfect little present, complete with a bow and a little name tag. No issue whatsoever. Guys, I have a confession to make. Um, There were issues, however... Look, I-, I love Christmas, as you guys know, and I-, I can do a lot of stuff in this world, but what I can never do for some reason is wrap presents. I don't know what it is, maybe I just don't have the gene or whatever, but I can't for the life of me wrap a present properly. Big, small, square, cylinder, doesn't even matter. So it struck me as I sat on the edge of the bed looking at this pile of boxes, that there was a small chance that I made a very tiny mistake. But I handled it with the grace and civility and upright zeal and wait no to no, no, play that part! Look, the point is, I got them wrapped, okay? Nobody asks how, they ask how many. Anyway, I took all the newly wrapped gifts out into the world, started knocking on the doors, and delivering them to each and every person in Brightwall, one-by-one by hand. Given that it was such a small town, it only took me about two and a half hours, and every single person took one with the dead-eyed apathy I'd gotten so used to here in this town. But I didn't care. I knew deep down, very deep down, very, very, very deep down, they were all happy and appreciative of the gift I had given them. And I felt good about myself. I was happy. You know, I thought if I could make at least one good thing happen this year, Without any side effects, any crazy adventures, just a good deed for good people, I would be happy. And I sat my head down for a long winter's nap as the snow fell silently outside on a grateful Christmas Eve. (sighs) Oh, when all of a sudden there arose such a clatter. I sprang from my bed to shut that goddamn window because I remember what happened last year and I ain't doing it again, you hear me? But it didn't matter. He tried the door, which was locked. He tried the window, which was also locked. And I thought I was safe. Until the place where my TV used to be melted into the wall, and I watched it change and turn into a fireplace. And where there's a fireplace, there's a chimney. And when there's a chimney, comes elves. With the high-pitched screeching that got deeper as it got closer, with a soft thud at the bottom of the fireplace, was a familiar sight. Hey, I remember you! You were that elf from last year when we saved Christmas from that shadow thing or whatever. What are you doing here now?
1: Now I'm here to help you!
0: Well, where the fuck were you 35 hours ago when I was wrapping all those gifts?
1: Do you understand how long it takes to get here from the North Pole?
0: Yeah, it's instantaneous. Don't play that game, I remember.
1: Alright, right, but we don't have much time. You've made a grave mistake, don't you realize what you've done? You must understand
0: that my answer is no. It is no now. It was no before, it will be no in the future, it will always be no.
1: That's okay. You're a simple-minded man with a simple-minded mind. There's no way you could have foreseen all these issues. But the toys you bought and gave away to all the town are evil. Evil like how? Evil like any sort of contact with them will render the user a brainless husk.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, a bright wall, what would be the
1: difference? Am I right? Up top. Will you shut up and listen? They're sent out to entire population and used to pacify people for abductions. Well, that's not good. Who does the abductions? We don't know, and let's not find out. Okay, good point. No, no, no. It gets worse. The effect spreads from the toy to anything it touches. Any other box, any other tree, any other decoration, any other light. It jumps from thing to thing because it wants to spread. Well, then how come it didn't affect me when I picked up all 850 of those boxes? Well, probably because it's waiting. It wants to get everybody all at once. And because you gave it away for Christmas, it's probably waiting until the 25th to latch on.
0: Okay, then what do we do about it?
1: We have to get them back. And not just the Migos, but everything. The presents, the tree, the decorations, the lights.
0: Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me get this straight. Are you saying you want me to...
1: steal Christmas. <laughs> For the good of the town. Nay, the world! We must! No, 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 I get it. I'm just trying to write the song
0: in my head. You're a cool one, Andrew C. You're handsome and so smart. Let's go before I change my mind and let you all burn. So off we went into the dead of night. Now, this is a kind of task that would seem pretty much impossible. There may not be very many people in this town, but there's probably more than you can fit in a night. And there's also the tiny issue of what we were going to do with everything once we got it. I figured we'd just put it all into a big pile in the middle of the town and light it on fire. But my elven friend told me that that might send a bad message. Because we're not stealing Christmas because we hate it. On the contrary, we're stealing Christmas to save Christmas. But we are very much stealing Christmas from hardworking people to fix a mistake. That I made. Damn it. Anyway, we went to the first house, literally on the outskirts of town. First dwelling you see. I wanted to try to see if I could just knock on the door and ask, but that probably would have ended very swiftly with a door slammed in my face. How do we get inside? I asked.
1: What, you don't have a key?
0: No, contrary to apparently popular belief, I don't have a key to get in every house in Brightwall. I don't even have a key to my own hotel room sometimes. I suppose I could break into the window. I'm I'm getting pretty good at breaking and entering, but we don't want them to know we were here.
1: Well, there is one way.
0: What? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. You don't mean stop looking at me like that, elf boy. That doesn't actually work here. So I climbed onto the roof to try to go down the chimney. It's such a cliche, I know. But we have no other options, and, well, tis the season, I suppose. I'm nothing if not thematically accurate. I sat on the edge of the chimney like a diver about to fall into the water. I took a a few deep breaths, and I launched myself down the chimney feet first. Now, here's the thing you never think about when Santa comes down the chimney. See, he can do it magically using the power of North Pole Christmas snow or some damn thing. But when you don't have that, you fall two stories and land on your feet, making the impact go right to your knees. Now, I'm not as young and spry as I used to be, but I'm pretty sure upon making contact with the wooden fire below, I heard the same thing you would hear as if somebody shot out your tires. You okay? said the little elf above me. I said in response. Great! He said as he jumped down as well, lightly floating as though he were a candy wrapper caught in an updraft, and landed delicately and safely on my head, like an asshole. Let's go! He said with all the gusto of somebody on their first day of work. I said in response, and we went to work. As quietly and as delicately and as hu- as quietly and as delicately as humanly possible, we took every decoration down, every ornament in a bag, every present under the tree, Pop guns and bicycles, roller skates and drums, checkerboards, tricycles, popcorn, and plums, and we stuffed them in bags. Then we did very nimbly, stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimney. By the time we were done, we had stripped the house bare, got everything outside fairly safely, all things considered. To put it simply, I felt terrible. I mean, this is literally Grinch-like behavior, and it bums me out to be on the other side of Christmas. With everything in the bag, I noticed that there was something emanating from it. This kind of horrible, sickly aura. Something was wrong with that thing. I had to imagine it had already affected everything, but this was for the best. But I thought for a second, hey, maybe it's not such a great idea to put all these things together on the eve of their ignition, but it's not like I had another choice. So off I went to the second house. Twelve broken windows, eleven electric shocks, ten soaked socks, nine angry parents, eight nails stepped on, seven paint cans to the dome, six an homage to Home Alone, five fucking dogs four concussions, three French hens, two tetanus shots, and a big-ass pile of toys on the lawn. As the sun just barely began to rise, I sat in front of the hotel where the toys were piled up and the largest, most gaudy pile of Christmas decor and lights I had ever seen. Honestly, it was kind of awe-inspiring. I sat back and watched the sun come up and over. But it was just about time. So I stood up, Molotov cocktail in my hand, and I was ready to burn the evil away until... What do you think you're doing? As I looked, the entirety of the town of Brightwall staring at me directly in the eyes, about to light their entire holiday on fire. I can explain. Let me explain.
1: If you don't say anything, they're gonna kill us.
0: I can't think of another good reason why I'm here. When all of a sudden there arose such a clatter. Again. I turned around to the pile. I turned around to see an evil, dark force emanating from the pile, beginning to take shape and form, solidifying itself into some creature I couldn't possibly describe because it bypasses all human language. It's like my brain doesn't want to comprehend what it was. It was a dark, fungaloid, crustacean monstrosity composed of pyramided, fleshy rings covered in antennae where a head should normally be. At the time, I probably had many options in front of me. But there was only one I thought of, and I hurled the Molotov cocktail so goddamn hard, the entire thing went ablaze. A scream emanated from the pile out of what, I don't know, because I didn't see a mouth. This horrible lashing out, knocking presents and trees and refuse everywhere, before it began to dissipate because it couldn't finish forming itself entirely. Keeping itself whole was far too painful and it split apart and sunk into the ground like water, disappearing completely from the sight. And that is why I had to steal Christmas. My apologies to everyone and their families. All hate mail and letter bombs can be sent to room 108 at the motel. I'm going to grab a drink. Merry Christmas. I turned around and began to walk back to my hotel room. But I heard a strange percussive sound, and my immediately thought was, Oh, fuck, that thing is back. But it wasn't. It was somebody clapping. I turned around, and the crowd had broken into applause. I was surprised and taken aback, but mostly just tired. I inquired why, and they all said the same thing, that something attacks Brightwall all the time. And nobody has ever fought to send it back before. Everybody's so apathetic, they just kind of let it happen. And you can imagine how shocked I was at this revelation. But the whole thing was my fault, I said. This wouldn't have happened if I wasn't here. Are you kidding? They said. Each one of us has caused some sort of Brightwall attack in the time we've lived here. It's kind of like a Brightwall coming of age thing. It's more traditional than christmas itself congratulations you truly are one of us now and we laughed we got together and hung out we emptied the hell out of a local chinese food place that shouldn't have been open on christmas day but this was an emergency normally we would never do this kind of thing and this was the first time i really felt the town coming together in a sort of tragedy learning that even in the worst of times we can all come together to be the support network we can all come together to be the support network that each and one of us truly needs. Because Christmas is this crazy notion that the longest and coldest and darkest nights can be the warmest and brightest. And when we all support each other in this insanity, something even crazier happens. That idea becomes true. It works every year like clockwork. I still talk to some of those people today, several years after the fact. Although this time, anytime I give them a Christmas gift, I make damn sure they're an actual, like, gift. And not a, you know, universe-destroying demon or something. I, I get a lot of them from Amazon and the local board game shops. And so closes the book on another year. And no, the end of the year and the beginning of another one doesn't necessarily mean the end of all things bad and the beginning of all things good. But let's all try to come into this new year with a renewed hope. Because it can't possibly get worse than this, right? <laughs> right, guys? Guys, right? No, Nobody's answering me, right? Right, right, no, go- oh, fuck it. We'll deal with it when it comes. We always do. Because if we're together, we can tackle anything. Merry Christmas, everybody.